safer sex. Intercourse. Condoms. Sexually transmitted infection. HIV. HIV. Sexual health. Treatment. Prevention. Sexual attraction. Sexually transmitted Hi, and welcome back. I'm Heather, and you're listening to the Sydney Sexual Health Centre podcast, where we talk about all things related to sexual health. If you've worked in a healthcare setting, or even if you've been a patient of one for any length of time, you have probably gained some understanding of how important nurses are to how that service runs. Here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre, our nursing unit makes up our largest team and provides a vital core to our centre. Specialist sexual health nurses can play a very important role in overcoming the barriers to access to sexual health services and in protecting the sexual health of the community in Australia. We spoke to two key players in the Sydney Sexual Health Centre nursing team, Rebecca, who is our nurse unit manager, and Lizzie, who is one of our clinical nurse specialists. So, Beck, tell us a little bit about who you are and your role. Okay. So, my job is that I'm responsible for the nursing unit at Sydney Sexual Health Centre. So, my title is Nurse Unit Manager, and I share that management with another unit manager, but essentially the responsibility lies with me. So, a lot of that is around collaboration, uh, also communication between the nurses themselves around where they're working that day and what they're doing, um, but also providing some strategic direction for the service and working with other members of the management unit at Sydney Sexual Health Centre to make sure that the service is continuously progressing and reviewing how we're um, running to meet the needs of our clients. So let's start at the beginning. We say that Sydney Sexual Health Centre uses a nurse-led model of care. Can you explain what that means? So, yeah, that's a, that's a really exciting part of the role that we play here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre is that we're provided with the autonomy to be able to manage clients um, uh, often with um, a, an approach which means the nurses can drive the care and outcome the care of that client. Um, so we have different services within our setting that um, I guess um, expand on on that term nurse-led. For example, we work um, in partnership with ACON and provide screening to um, gay and bisexually active men um, at a clinic in Darlinghurst, where, which is completely nurse-led. So there is no medical um, or counselling um, people on site. So the testing is run solely by peers and and nurses. Um, There are some parameters within which the nurses function in terms of their scope of practice. Um, And when you're in the clinic setting at Sydney Sexual Health Centre, those vary because of the medical practitioners that we have on site. So we're nurse-led in terms of um, triaging patients that come into the service. Those decisions are made by by experienced nurses. And there's some um, presentations that come to the clinic that can be entirely nurse-led if they fit within a scope of practice. So routine screening for clients. We provide a lot of health promotion and advice to clients. We collaborated a lot in terms of a nurse-led model with the EPIC and the rollout of of the PrEP trial in New South Wales. And we're looking at how we can maintain that skill set for nurses now that it's moved to a PBS-funded model. Um, But I guess in essence, the, what we really promote at Sydney Sexual Health Centre is navigating ways that we can manage patients safely as nurses um, in a nurse-led approach that, by definition, when the numbers of staff you have are heavily weighted towards nurses, you're going to be able to increase your access by looking at models like that. So we're really lucky here that we continue to push, push the uh, limits on, on where we can do that in a safe and effective kind of patient-centred way. 
So as you say, we have a large number of nurses at Sydney Sexual Health Centre. What would you say are the main services that the nurses routinely provide? Yes, well, um, for anyone that's had the opportunity to have a look at the rosters that we use for nurses here, you'd understand that that's really quite a, a large question. But in essence, we um, provide face-to-face -face and over-the-phone triage for patients. We, we manage all of the results for the clinic. Um, we then do, in terms of um, screening and appointments, we run um, clinics for patients who have no symptoms and want quick testing, rapid testing in our express clinic. Um, and then we also uh, see patients who require screening at a, a more in-depth level, perhaps because they have symptoms or other complex care needs. Um, and we also work in outreach settings as well. So we have a nurse who works at, um, with our youth clients that present to uh, in conjunction with Headspace. And um, as I mentioned before, in collaboration with uh, ACON to provide screening uh, for gay men. So there's quite a lot of different roles. And one of the challenges, and I guess one of the exciting parts of being a nurse at Sydney Sexual Health Centre is that you wear a number of different hats and multiple times even throughout the day. So you come to work, you might be on triage for the morning and then you might be seeing face-to-face -face clients in the afternoon or you're working in the phone room or you're working in clinics seeing um, tar targeted screening for sex workers or gay men. You're, you're have to be adaptable to your job role but in that you could I don't think any one of my nurses would ever tell you that they're bored. <laughs> Busy yes but not bored. Yeah. So is there such a thing as a typical day for our nurses? What would that look like? Um, well I, I, I guess the answer would probably be no in as much as you may be working in varying areas of the clinic um, so your day might be very varied and therefore we do one of the attractors I think to work here or one of the needs to work here is that you need to be flexible in, in how you manage that. So uh, I guess a typical day for, an, for a nurse here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre is one that is, yes, busy, as I mentioned before, but has that variety. So um, I, I think that that's an attractor for a lot of the people that apply to work here is that, yes, you do need to be able to work in a high-pressured environment, but that actually that's really enjoyable because um, you get, you know, variety is the spice of life, as they say, and I think nurses that work here would, would certainly agree with that. Um, we try, I think... Most of us come to work every day to provide uh, excellent care, um, patient-centered care to the, to the clients that we see. And so a typical day, I think at any point, regardless of what your job role, would involve some kind of interaction with patients or clients. That variety and that pressure often is actually what keeps people ticking and feeling like they're um, contributing, I guess, to the complex web of, of service delivery that we have here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre. So as the nurse unit manager, you lead the biggest team here at the centre and your team includes senior nursing specialists as well as nurses working in frontline service roles. And as you've just explained, it's a very busy unit. What's the key to keeping it running effectively? How do you make this work? I think communication probably has to sit at the top of that tree. Um, we, we can't waste time at the start of the day working out who's doing what. So we have to be constantly innovating our way that we're um, disseminating information to each other, um, both 
within our unit and then to the wider service. Um, we're very interprofessional here in the way that we lead and so uh, that communication has to span across a number of different settings. So um, from my perspective and my job role, I guess the key thing is about being organised and ahead of time. Something that I might be working on might not have a knock-on effect until three or four weeks later to the nursing unit, but the only way for things to happen in an environment that stops it being... Um, chaotic is to do that so we're pretty organized at the at the leadership side of the nursing unit um, and then the the nurses as a whole are very collaborative in terms of having a solution finding approach rather than being negative about things that didn't work so we know that we don't 100% of the time communicate everything but when something big has happened that hasn't come across we'll sit down and work out where the gaps were and it's often due to I thought someone else was doing that and I didn't realize it was my job role so we have a lot of meetings um, and uh, different people at different meetings and I guess if you like where I sit is the repository for a lot of those different kind of communications to make sure that they're sent to the right people I think um Motive, you have to be motivated to work um, in a team where there's multiple cross channels of information and being able to ascertain the pertinent information is a skill. And that's one of the things when, when I do performance reviews with staff or when we talk about how they're going is one of the conversations I have is about how do you filter the number of emails that you get every day or the numbers of different kind of ways that we communicate. So we also go beyond, I guess, just accessing things like rosters online we now use um more um well we're constantly trying to improve our kind of efforts of using media and multimedia um multimedia tools to be able to share information for example we have our rosters now online that people can access from their smartphones we have a communication board in the lab we try any other methods than having to physically find someone because at the end of the day we're we're all busy and we want to get in and get started on clinics so we need to be able to have those channels of communication open and then maintaining relationships, I think, is a really important thing. You know, um, it's all well and good to be communicating electronically, but maintaining your relationships with the people that you're communicating to is really important. So I'd rather send that information electronically and use the, the little time I do have to say, hi, how's your day going, than, than repeat myself to every single staff member um, about a roster change, for example. And that would be true as well with the um, members of the other uh, dis disciplines that we work with is um, being able to share information in, a, in an innovative and a useful way so that we can spend some time reflecting on our day or talking about a patient or saying hi how are you doing. So you've touched on communication and relationships there are there any other attributes that make someone a good sexual health nurse? Someone who can build rapport and trust with a patient in a fairly quick and timely manner. Your time is limited with the clients and we want to be able to meet their needs. And anybody approaching a sexual health clinic might have those that sort of underlying anxiety or what, what am I walking into? And so a nurse, um, a good sexual health nurse is someone who can set the tone quite quickly at the start of a consult. And I think most people have some inherent skills in that and other people learn and build on it as they go. And certainly it's something that you can improve upon over time. Another thing is about being adaptable because working in sexual health is a, is a field of, of work that's your learning is lifelong. You don't, get to a specialist nurse level or a consultant nurse level and suddenly have all the tools. You're always learning. Every presentation is a little bit different to the one before. So where you might know all the policies, you, no one can prepare you for what a patient is about to disclose. So 
uh, understanding that it's a lifelong learning, it makes it a really exciting career to be involved in. And having the skills to sit there and have a, a client or a patient tell you things that they wouldn't disclose to any family member or, or partner, I think makes it a really privileged job as well. We talk a lot on this podcast about how sexual health is a rapidly changing field. What would you say is the impact of these changes on the role of the sexual health nurse? Well, I, I think that when you work in an industry of health that is changing in that direction, it's, a really, it's always really exciting to be part of. You feel part of something that's bigger than, than you and your patient. It, um, and so from a I guess a medical management perspective if you take something like how where we're at nowadays in terms of HIV or hep C management you'll see that the number of jobs for specialist nurses working in those particular um, fields uh, has increased over time and that's because it's something that can be managed now well and stable clients can well easily be managed by nurses in that workforce and um, most medical practitioners that we work with are really supportive of that. Uh, so we've had an opportunity to be part of developing uh, specialised roles for nurses now in, in the face of these really exciting improvements and, and changes in the way we manage these chronic conditions. So I think that, that you know, that's, that has and continues to have an impact on nurses. And I think as we advance to the future, there'll be, it'll be more of an accepted practice in services, busy services such as Sydney Sexual Health Centre, that within boundaries and scopes of practice more and more nurses can be involved in so it's really exciting and and from a personal perspective it's been a real um, cause of job satisfaction to me to be part of some of those discussions. Um, We've obviously there's changes now in some of the systems that we work with and um, some of uh, I guess one of the advances I can think of recently is the changes for nurses working in sexual health in New South Wales that can now uh, provide some medications or administer certain medications um, within their own right as opposed to working under what we used to, what we've called standing orders that where uh, you you require a doctor's signature within a set period of time. So as we make these developments, it only, it will improve um, job satisfaction for nurses, but also our systems in the way we deliver care will be are continuously kind of challenged and advanced in that way Um, so again another exciting time for nurses so what's next what does the future hold for the nursing team at Sydney Sexual Health Centre so one of the exciting projects we're working on here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre um, on for nurses is being more involved in annual screening for patients with HIV, looking at uh, any comorbidities management or, det- or the early detection of any comorbidities. As we know, people are now um, living longer and living well with HIV. It's really ex- exciting for us to think about a model that might fit the service here at Sydney Sexual Health Centre. So... So that's one of the projects, and I know that a lot of the other senior nurses are also looking at different interventions where nurses can be more skilled. We've been able to be creative as well with our time here um, in terms of helping to provide access. So I think one of your earlier podcasts talked about HPV and vaccinations, and so we've, we as a unit are able to sit down and go, how, how can we best manage someone's time who's coming in for a vaccination? So we've set up some specific clinics to help manage patients' time a bit better that your appointment is for 15 minutes and perhaps it's before work. So I'd like to see that continue that innovative approach into how we can best uh, maintain our access for our clients Um, and I guess maintenance of some of the things I've talked about in terms of job satisfaction and enjoyment. So recruitment and retention is obviously a large part of the work that I do and I think... uh, 
for me to be able to maintain a status quo or keep advancing is to maintain a good handle on how the morale's going in my unit and how that's working. So I'd like to continue to see those smiling faces on the nurses that we work with here. And certainly for the ones that aren't to be able to listen to their stresses and see how we can work that out. And sometimes um, there's often a solution or, or an idea in that. So I want to see that maintained. And I guess another thing to maintain and to continuously improve on upon is our interprofessional collaboration with other disciplines and other services. Um, you know, essentially we're here for the clients that present, so we want to provide the very best care. And in order to do that, we need to continue to provide excellent uh, collaboration, so multidisciplinary approach to, to case discussions, referral pathways into different um different disciplines and really understanding how each other's job roles are so as we create these new positions in specialist uh, environments we need to be really clear on what it is what service they provide so we can streamline our best approach and work really well with the other people that provide that care. We also spoke to Lizzie who is one of the Sydney Sexual Health Centre clinical nurse specialists. So Lizzie tell us a little bit about who you are and what your role is. Um, okay, well, yeah, my name's Lizzie. I'm a clinical nurse specialist at Sydney Sexual Health. Um, uh, my role is just to, to, to work, you know, in the centre um, as a nurse, but um, because I'm a CNS, a clinical nurse specialist, I have a little bit more of a role in terms of education, research, quality improvement, um, and sort of supervision and um, mentoring, I, I guess. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm from Wollongong originally, and I love Wollongong, and um, I moved to Sydney so that I could continue working here, and uh, I've been working here for about three and a half years. So why did you choose to become a sexual health nurse? I was always really interested in sexual health. I have a public health degree as my first, my first undergraduate degree, and I really loved that. I love... Um, the ideas around reducing health inequalities on a population level and um, not only being involved in tertiary healthcare, as you often are when you work in the general um, hospital system, but in primary and secondary prevention as well. And sexual health affords you more of, um, more of an opportunity to, to do that um, and to actually ha be active in, in health promotion in your everyday work as well rather than just simply responding to problems that have already arisen which is of course we, we do that as well um, and I have a strong sense of social justice and that was one of the reasons why I began my career in mental health nursing um, because I think that uh, there is a long way to go in terms of removing stigma and discrimination towards some of these people that, that tend to live on the fringes or, you know, to sort of um, explore these topics that are still really taboo in health. And um, there are certain reasons why um, different populations experience different burdens of, of different health problems and that uh, we can, you know, that, that we can make a real difference by targeting some of those groups and working with those people and it's really rewarding. So when you tell people that you're a sexual health nurse, do they tend to make assumptions about what it is that you do or what kind of person you are? Uh, yeah, in, in some respects, I think they do. I think that they think that I spend all day basically looking at people's genitals and sort of 
all up in their in their private business, um, which is not actually the case. Um, most of what I do does not involve looking at people's genitals, actually. Um, uh, but most of all, I think that people don't know what it is that sexual health nurses do. Um, they most people have a pretty you know low awareness of of sexual health and um, of STIs and all of those kind of things. So people are generally really interested. Uh, to learn more about what I do and they're actually quite fascinated um, and they had no idea most of the time that that's what we do you know just in terms of even diagnosing infections and you know we've got our laboratory here so you know we we take um, samples and we look at them under the microscope and all that sort of thing which which people are completely surprised that we do sort of things like that as well so um, uh, I think most people respond in a way that, oh, I could never do that. But I think, you know, maybe it is a special kind of person that can, but I think that really you get used to it and most people who are open-minded are really well, would be well-suited to working in sexual health. Yeah. We heard from Beck that the nursing unit at Sydney Sexual Health Centre has a really diverse workload. You wear a lot of different hats during any given work week. So how do you manage to switch between the different roles that you do? Um, it can be really challenging, actually, um, because some of the areas of the clinic are really fast-paced. Um, for instance, sort of express screening um, uh, scenarios, uh, like at our A-test clinics, which is like our outreach services for men who have sex with men. Um, and uh, then you've got a total switch in um, your pace when you're managing results for instance or you're talking to people on the phone um, and uh, well once you've got a bit of experience doing all of those things it's a really good way to break up your day to work in those different roles because uh, any doing anything too much day in day out will get a bit monotonous so uh, we're really lucky here that we have the opportunity to do you know things like triage in person and over the phone um, managing our abnormal or urgent results um, and uh, working in the clinic doing consults and they're different kinds of consults people who have symptoms people don't have symptoms um, uh, yeah speaking to people over the phone and giving them sometimes just distressing you know results and things like that it's a really varied thing that we do and that's what keeps it interesting so well. it's certainly not boring it's not boring no um, it's uh, really satisfying yeah to be able to do all of to, to manage all of the different aspects of the the people's care that we see here yeah this is a really simple question but I'm really interested in your response what would you say is the best thing about your job um, I think that's connecting with people and being able to give them a really good experience uh, at us at our clinic and it's not always a good, fun time for people, um, but you make a huge difference, I think, when you can really empathise with, with clients, um, show them respect and a non-judgmental attitude so that they know that they're safe here and uh, that you're going to take care of them, basically. And I think that's the best part. Uh, I really enjoy interacting with people in that way and that was something that in my some of my previous roles like in office work and that that I, I really missed interacting with the real world and actually connecting with people and that's one of the reasons I became a nurse in the first place is because I really wanted to uh, be with people and especially people who are uh, 
you know, yeah, maybe sitting on the, the margins of society or they're having trouble with some things that, that people just don't talk about, you know, very much and showing them that it's okay, that normalising the process, destigmatizing it and just showing that you really care, yeah. And what would you say is one of the most challenging things about your role? Um, I would say just as in all nursing jobs, the, the pressure of, of time and demands of, of, of seeing lots of clients in a day or patients or wherever it is that, you, uh, that you're working is that you're pretty much on the go non-stop. <laughs> and that, that's probably the biggest challenge. Um, uh, but luckily we work in a really cohesive team and everyone's uh, really pitches in to help each other and that that's how we get through basically but it can be a challenge when you feel like you don't have enough time to do all the things that you need to do and that's a problem across health and many other professions as well so mm. yeah so Sydney Sexual Health Centre has a really solid workforce development program and offers a fair number of educational opportunities to our staff what would you say is the major benefit of this program to the centre? Um, it's really good to be recognised for your skills and knowledge and to be able to progress um, in terms of your career and, yeah, move into different roles that, along with your experience um, because I think if you, if you didn't, then you can, I guess, feel like you're a little bit stuck. Um, so we have a lot of um, uh, professional development that happens in our clinic. We have a clinical education sessions every week. Uh, we have a mentoring program among the nursing unit. We also have uh, different team members uh, when they first start um, in nursing, medical, counselling, um, they all sit in with the nursing team in different in their different roles. So we have a, a role to actually teach uh, everyone in the clinic what it is that we're doing and show everyone how all of the little cogs in the system work, you know, and how that they end up with you know with the patient to see at the end of it. There's actually a whole lot of work that's gone in from from the nursing team, and so. Um, being able to also be involved in our research uh, projects and quality improvement projects uh, means that you're able to widen your, your knowledge and uh, gain experience in some non-clinical uh, activities as well, such as you know, maybe publications of uh, results or um, findings, I suppose, and making sure that uh, things are running well in the clinic, that they're running efficiently, that we're adhering to best practice and do we need to make changes and what they might be and all of that sort of thing. So it's really nice to work on the the base level of just client interaction and just the daily sort of tasks that go on in the clinic and then be a part of the bigger picture as well, which is actually the running of the service and improvement of, of sexual health services, not only our own, but others when we uh, filter that information out wider. Um, so I've really enjoyed having some of those opportunities to uh, have some leadership in terms of research or um, coordination of outreach services, um, those kinds of things, which uh, 
has made it more interesting and has given me a better idea of what it means to work in sexual health. So as we heard earlier, the nursing unit is the biggest team at Sydney Sexual Health Centre and you have a lot of different people from different backgrounds working together. So what's the secret to you all working well together? Honestly, I've never worked with a better team anywhere uh, ever in my life. And I think it's because every, everyone who has come here, they, they've usually come for similar reasons that I have in that uh, they care about people. They care about people who may be excluded from other kinds of health services or um, participation in society in certain ways. And uh, to be able to provide care for those people uh, is really satisfying and you know that you're making a difference to the wider community as well. And so everyone is really open-minded, uh, friendly, humorous. Um, you have to be, I think, in, in this kind of area of health. And uh, everyone tries really hard. Everyone wants to do their best and they will do anything to help their fellow colleagues on a daily basis. And I think, to me, that's the secret is... Um, that we all recognise each other's roles and we realise the importance of every person's role and to support people who have less experience um, means that they'll stay with the team when people feel supported and that's how we've, we've sort of grown into this, um, into this great team that we are now. And, uh, of course, we work really closely with the medical and counselling teams as well, and everyone just tries their, their 100% best every day, and uh, it's a really nice vibe. That's all I can say. <laughs> so let's end on a really positive note. I want to know what you would most like to see happen for the Sydney Sexual Health Centre nursing unit over the next year. Um, already nurses here have uh, a fair level of autonomy and that's one of the other things that I really enjoy working in sexual health compared to some other roles where you are more dependent on say medical um, colleagues and that kind of thing. Um, as nurses when we're delegated uh, we're um, deemed to be competent to do uh, certain things within the clinic then we can work alone and to manage clients and that doesn't happen in, in a lot of other areas of health and I would like to see that progress a little bit further so that nurses can can manage even more things I would I know there is sort of some some plans in the works for nurses to be more involved in HIV management of clients uh, here at the clinic and um, uh, we've been very heavily involved in the rollout of prep through the epic New South Wales study and um, potentially you know in the future hopefully there will be some more roles for nurses in relation to PEP and PrEP and um, being able to have specific competencies developed for sexual health nurses here in the clinic so that we can extend our skills even further. That's what I'd, that's what I'd really like to see. That was Rebecca and Lizzie from the Sydney Sexual Health Centre nursing team. We hope you have a better understanding of how our nursing unit operates and what an important role they play. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you want to hear more from us, share this podcast around and subscribe.